Cats Community and Conversations, a weekly podcast dedicated to Medicine Hat and the surrounding area, hosted by Linda Tooth and Michelle Marshall. Stay tuned for more. Hey, Linda. Hi, Michelle. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Here we are, back in the classroom. Yeah, APRO 125 for Cats Community and... Conversation. See how I flipped it this time? I did. I like that. You always take over that. Uh, Well, it's yours now. I know. Thank you. I like it. It's about time. Uh, We're very excited to be back in the classroom. Yes, we are, actually. Uh, And I think they're excited to have us here today. I think so. There's lots of eyeballs on me right now, and I'm a little nervous, but that's okay. It's fine. We'll make it do. Yeah. Uh, So what are we talking about? Well, we put it to the class, ask the class what they'd like us to talk about, and they'd like us to talk about artificial intelligence, specifically chat GPT. Love it. Best thing ever. So before we like open up to questions to the audience, to the studio audience. Yes. um, What's your aversion to AI? Hate it. What? But it's not you writing. It's a computer. It's not you. I want it, I want you to write. I don't want some computer to write your story. I, no. <laughs> but there's more to it, right? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know, chat uh, and AI technology, I find, builds that foundation, but it still takes that human component to make it your own. What, and to, to add your name to it? No, well... That's part of it, I guess. But there's more to it. Like, you want to make sure your tone's in there. You want to make sure the words that you use on a regular basis are in there. So for me, when I use AI to write things, I'm still editing it after the point, after the fact. Like, it's not just I say, hey, Chad, write me a text for pantyhose. Like, do you even know what pantyhose are? (laughs) Yes, I do. When was the last time you wore pantyhose? Uh, 1995. Yeah, maybe? exactly. Wow. But but that's what I mean, right? Yeah. Like they might give you a little bit of a foundation, but it's still up to the human. So whatever happened to the human doing the actual research on pantyhose? Well, we don't need to go to like Encyclopedia Britannica. Britannica. <laughs> to I love look those. Up, I, I love know, those. Right? We had a set at home. Uh, we, you know technology or that that resource component has changed itself by going online and having access to global resources to research the pantyhose and now you're just taking it to that next step to help you get to that point of writing i think it's a lazy man's way out you think so interesting interesting and i only said that because i knew i would get a reaction to my left here and i got it i didn't even have to look at them i could hear their displeasure i didn't even have chat gpt until last month when i my students are shaking their head they made me sign up and get it i didn't know what it was really and have you used it at all no okay all right and i write and it's my thoughts and it's my tone and I love that. And chat will do that as well. Ugh. Ugh. We're at an impasse. Oh, oh we've, we've got a question. We've got a question. Let me just take it over here. And you have to introduce. Look at her. Look at her. Please introduce yourself to our audience. Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, I am on team Michelle, as you've probably guessed. Um, when I've used chat GPT, I have started with my ideas. So I've put everything in there 
And then all that does is flour it up a bit. It just bulks it out because otherwise I am straight to the point and can come across Why can't you bulk it out yourself? Because I'm not a floury person like that. So I will type what I need and then it'll just bulk it out a little bit and make it a bit more floury, which is what I need it to do. So you use chat GPT on everything that you do? No, just in one particular lesson because we're allowed to use it. Um, but it brings you up with ideas as well. Like we've just done a presentation and it said create a 10 page presentation on a subject. And we were able to do that and add or take away what we needed. But you do have to check it. It's not always correct. So then why use it if it's not going to be correct? It's not always correct because it gives you a base. It gives you a template. And it also helps with the writing block. Oh, I'm sorry. Just wait one moment, please. Yes, carry on. It, it also helps like when you're writing, let's say you have to write a paper on something or, you know, you have to write an email or a report, whatever it might be. You know, there's still that that com- component of writer's block that can happen. Well, you can use AI to get over that writer's block that will actually get you to where you want to go. No. Mm. Oh, just one moment, audience. Hang on. Thank you. It could be like an alternative way of writing something. So you could write something and not quite sure of it. So you can cut and paste that into ChatGPT and it will give you an alternative way to put something. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, Linda. There's nothing right with it, Lisa, either. Mm. I'm asking you to be creative. I'm asking you to write something. I don't want a machine to write something and have you put your name to it. But am I not being creative by giving ChatGP the ideas? No. Because it wouldn't be able to come up with that without my help. No. Amy. (laughs) Hi, I'm Amy. (laughs) Um, So I'm a run-on sentence writer. I have so much ideas so much going on in my brain that it helps like, okay, this is a different topic. This should be in a different paragraph. Um, These sentences don't go together. Try this here. Um, This could be two sentences instead of one. So it helps with the structure part as well. And that's, yes. And that's where I struggle is structuring my sentences because I kind of just free write Mm -hmm. and then just helping with the revision that takes 50%. You're supposed to be spending 50% of your time on revision. So that just helps with that when writing a paper. That's too for team AI. Is there anybody in this class that doesn't like chat GPT? Oh, we've got a hand up. I'm not sure if she's Team Linda or Team Michelle, but we're going to find out. (laughs) Probably not Team Linda, but go ahead, introduce yourself. Okay, hi, I'm Rachel. Um, I'm not Team ChatGPT, actually. Um, At the risk of getting the ire of my classmates, I do think it's lazy. Um, And as an artist, AI is destroying art right now. And a lot of the source that AI gets is stolen. Even ChatGPT takes writing that's not its own and wasn't created by the people who programmed it. It illegally scrapes, well not illegally, it should be illegal, scrapes data from the internet um, that isn't theirs and then it takes it and just kind of puts it back out there. Just saying. And I don't know, it just when you use it for like academic purposes, it's like you don't know what you're actually talking about and if you use it for creative purposes, you're just cheating. <laughs> Thank you. Have, you. have you ever read the book Feel Like an Artist? Yes. Uh, but it's it's different. You still have to put it through your own brain. But the, you're still you still are putting it through your own brain. No, you're but not. You're also using the brains of the computer. 
You're using other people's brains. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. But you still source resources when you write a paper in, in class. You still have to source them. It so what's the difference? It world. Oh, okay. Another question. Thank you. I'm on my way. Yes, go ahead. Please introduce yourself. My name is Kaylee. Yes. I just, I, what do you feel about like Grammarly or like spell check in that sense? Because that's mostly what I would use it as. Like I don't necessarily go like write me an essay on compassion for my one class or whatever. It would be like I write my whole thing on compassion and I would go, what's another advantage to compassion? And if it there throws one at me that I don't already have, I'll incorporate it in there or I'll be like... Here's a couple run on sentences, make this a little more clear and concise, and it'll kind of just take out what it doesn't need to and paraphrase some certain things, which is kind of the same as like a spell check. I would say, like, they have pretty good, thorough, somewhat, like the whole grammar and punctuation and stuff on the word now. So I'd just like to think where you think that is in comparison to something like that. Well, I do use, I just wrote something this morning and I wrote and I put it through editor on Microsoft Word to check. And it corrected a few of my grammar, like commas. Sometimes I have some yeah. issues with. Um, I mean, that's probably a low level AI, right? But I have not taken it anywhere <laughs> further than that. So I'm a low level AI user. I'm not a chat GPT. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We had a comment over here that I feel might have been a bit derogatory. I feel like, I feel like you're being selective with your AI choices, Linda. That's. What I was saying, I was like, so you'll use it when it's convenient for you, and when it's not convenient for you, look down at it. (laughs) But I really enjoy your class and you. (laughs) Warmest regards, Amy. Fair. Warmest regards. I will write something. I don't ask the computer to write it for me. That's fair. Everybody's different. But if you wanted to add another paragraph and you'd run out of ideas, you could check. I don't run out of ideas. That's never been a problem for me. And that's maybe why I struggle. Yeah. Because I'm one of those people where I can, I seriously could just write and talk forever. Yeah. It doesn't come natural to everybody. Right. So So for the people that it doesn't come natural for, I still think it's cheating. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't see that. I just—it's <laughs> utilizing tools that are yeah. available. Like Sorry, what was that? It's utilizing tools that are available, and I think it's important to to think about that too, right? It it doesn't matter like whether you're a mechanic, you could be an artist. You you have tools that you need to do that job or complete that task or whatnot. To me, it's a tool that I can utilize when I need to. That's the way I look at it. I'm with I'm with Rachel. Let me go over here. Do we have any comments from here? Oh, I think everybody's afraid to mention anything. <laughs> any other comments? Kristen? Nothing? Nothing. For Rachel? Those, for those who don't oh. like AI or who, who don't, who, who have like an opposing opinion, which is perfectly fine, um, do you think there's other tools out there that could be as effective, but don't dive into more of the uh, like copyright infringement or stealing that sort of thing? Yes. Yeah. But I, I think we already have that with the lower level AI, like Grammarly mm-hmm. spell check. It's not writing it for you. It's actually editing it. And as soon as you, it's a slippery slope. You say to yourself, Oh, I'm just going to use it to check my spelling. And suddenly 
you're asking it for ideas, which I do consider cheating because it's like you should try and come up with it yourself. Do some research. And especially with art, like that's not even a tool for art because that's not art. It's just it's just it's just it's not don't I won't get started on the art thing. But <laughs> because it's taking my job and everything. Anyway, um, is it graphic design? Graphic design and illustration. Um, no, but there are programs that can, uh, and all of it's stolen. Um, so, so for something like graphic design, because yeah. there, there is a great debate around graphic design where, you know, the old school tools would be, first off, it's hand-drawn, that sort of thing, evolved into Adobe with, like, InDesign and Illustrator and all of that. And now it's evolved to things like um, Canva and those sort yes. of things. Like, what's your viewpoint on that? Uh Canva's kind of annoying <laughs> just because again it takes every graphic designer's job. Um but I don't know, I just it doesn't seem like a tool. It seems just like a shortcut and you don't have to put in any effort. Pe like you don't have to grow as you don't have to learn or anything. You just put in words into a text box and you sit generate and it just comes up and it might be good, it might be bad. And then now you have people saying, I've gotten so much better at AI art. And it's like, no, you haven't. You just they just updated the algorithm and it's I don't know. It's it's just it's just gross to me. It's just gross. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong on it's, all levels. It's like we went too far. It's it like, you know, not to quote Jurassic Park, but we uh, were so busy considering what, if we could, we didn't ask whether we should. And uh, I think that's just it. We went a little too far. O lower level AI that just kind of nudges you in the right direction. Like you missed a comma. You spelled the word wrong. You used it in the wrong context. That's not bad, but the full sense is like I've plugged some stuff in for that class because we're straight up told to use chat GPT and it kind of scares me to be honest. It's like, that's weird. I don't like that. It came up with all that stuff. I'm like, please write a 10 page PowerPoint on smart roofing. And it does. And it's like, sheesh, it, that's, that's like hours. I feel like I don't have to engage my brain at all. Yes. I use, it required zero effort, zero effort. And then it's like, okay, copy and paste it into the PowerPoint and I'm done. It's like, what did I do? What What did I actually do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> and you're being marked on that. I'm being marked on that. Yeah, I can, and I can see that. that. That's a very valid point. Yeah. I'm not like mad at anyone who like likes it, oh, yeah. but it just for me it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, and and that's fair. And I think it depends on how you also use the tool. Because when I use when I use AI for writing or whatever it is, it's it does. That's not the final component for me. I go back through it. I edit it. I change it. I, I change the tone, change wording, whatever I need to, to make sure that part of me is still in that writing. As where other people won't. They'll yeah. just be like, no, this is good. I'm done. Yeah, I, I respect people who still put their own effort into it. Yeah. Um, but it just to me, it just seems like I don't want to even touch it. And that's fair. That's fair. Interesting. I guess it's all about how you use it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. to me, it's like, it's just kind of like a Google search engine, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you just need a little bit more information for a topic or something. So you're just using it to enhance your paper, but you already have the substance of mm -hmm. your paper already there. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Anybody yeah. else? Oh, we got one more in the back. Oh, oh. <laughs> One moment, please. This is a great debate, by the way. It I is. If you could please just say your first name. I am Harmanpreet Kaur. According to me, like everything have advantages as well as disadvantages. Yes. It's up to you how you use it. Like 
for some people it's useful like if somebody is having less time and they don't have to google it and it takes less than i think five seconds and it generates the whole paragraph mm -hmm. and you can use it like if you have some kind of like sub points and headings you can just create a paragraph from that and it can also help you in grammar and build sentence and you can use it in a useful way as well as when like um, in class you want to generate something it has disadvantages as mm -hmm. well because you have to use your own brain to just generate as you want to do it like some sentences are not built to be like human like um it's up to you how you use it you okay. have to just edit it uh, edit the paragraph mm -hmm. and you can go to a good point thank you thank you thank you oh 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 lordy we've got more felicity i'm coming right back for you here <laughs> First name, please. Uh, I'm Mackenzie. And for me, I believe as someone who's not a very strong writer in the essay writing and letters and trying to get my point across through writing, I think it's a great template to get my not so strong ideas to have more depth and to actually have a bigger perspective and be able to help in my writing as someone who is not very strong in that position. So I haven't used it a ton, but I think in that aspect, it could be good for someone who's not as strong mm -hmm. in that aspect compared to something else. Okay. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, my name is Felicity. Okay, um, I think um, based on what Richard said, um, it's um, it's really frustrating because my husband is a designer, is a graphic designer, so he stays awake um, all night, putting out something from his mind, and um, you come chat. Um, AI is taking over, so I understand her frustration. But most times, when it comes to writing, we have editor. But sometimes you just need something to help you organize. When you, like you said, when uh, you're an admin administrator, you could be doing something and somebody comes and like, ah, do this. Mm -hmm. So you need, the time is not there right mm -hmm. now. So you need to just ma maximize what you have so you could achieve all you want to achieve. Absolutely. Okay. But yeah, I, like I said, from her own parts, yeah, I understand it very well because I have seen someone experience something like that. Like mm -hmm. my some my husband stays awake all night just trying to get an artwork done. Mm -hmm. And the next day he comes on Instagram or he comes and he sees someone just so, does something in just um, five seconds and that's stealing someone's idea. Mm -hmm. And it's very frustrating, yeah. But when it comes to grammar, I think it's, um, it's a bit fair, mm -hmm. but not totally good. And and you make a very valid point, you know, in an administration role when you've got a day that's gone off the rails and you need to send out something really quick as a communication, it's a great tool to use, you know, because you don't have to put a lot of thinking power behind it. You can use that that energy in other areas that are priority or that need to be focused on. So, yeah, there's pros and cons to it. Have we convinced you, Linda? No. Hmm. <laughs> no, and you haven't convinced Rachel either, because Rachel's on Team Linda, so. That's okay. 
Yeah, whatever. That's okay. And I to- I respect absolutely from the artist side, you know, from that creative space, it is killing the creative vibes out there 100% from, from an illustrator and graphic design side of it. Um, you know, I really struggled when Canva came out uh, as utilizing it as a tool because I thought it was a cop-out. Now I'm realizing, okay, well, you know, it's a time saver for sure. Uh, you know, so it does have its points. But I think in the long run, you know, it's not going to take over that creative license from an individual. You know what I mean? Like that to to be able to take what's in their brain and put it on a piece of paper or a canvas or whatever. AI is never going to replace that, in my opinion. I hope so. Yeah, because it's so unique. It's so unique to that individual. AI is going to inundate the market with general Stuff, general art, you know, stuff you can find like anywhere. But when it comes down to the that creativity from that individual, it will always shine through in that piece of art. In my opinion. Anybody else? Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. This is a great discussion. Thank you, everybody. Stop it. Yes, go ahead. Um, in terms of Canva, I think it's free of cost. And if somebody wants to use it on daily basis, it will be good for them. Like they don't have to invest so much money to go to an artist and do their concept and just create something out of it. And it is budget friendly as well. They can, A person can use their own creativity to build a, a template or something brochure. So I think in term of that, it's good, but it's useful, useful as well. Well, thank you. All right. I'm noticing the clock is ticking down. I know class is going to be over soon and the next one's going to be waiting. I think we should wrap it up. I think we um, should. But I really appreciate the conversation. There was great points on both sides. And um, I really valued today. So thank you to everybody in this room. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back with more. Sure will. Maybe we'll uh, write the caption and AI for this today. I don't think so. (laughs) I'll be happy to write it myself. (laughs) All right. That's it for us. And uh, we'll see you all later. (laughs) 